0: The the Verging on Greatness, a podcast about films that verge on greatness, but mostly just wallow in mediocrity, with your hosts, Mike Borkville and Craig Cerventi.
1: Hello. Welcome, everybody. Hi. This is a podcast called Verging on Greatness. My name's Mike. This is my friend, Craig. Hello. We are two guys who do a podcast called Verging on Wait, Greatness. Wait, are we guys? Yes. I think we're dudes. Well, yeah. Depends what time of day. Uh, right now, it's the evening for me. It's the morning for Craig. He's got a coffee. I've got a bourbon. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, Living that light, you. Um, so we do a podcast called Virgin on Greatness, which is about us talking about movies where the... It feels like it's nearly there. Like it's it's close to great. Like it's 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 getting a lot of things right, but something is just not quite there. And we try and figure out what it is. What's the little thing that that they missed? What the, what's the little yeah. thing that you would change that would turn this movie from good to great? We try and pick those pick movies that are kind of in between. Um, and and sometimes we just pick movies that are great because we
0: just want to watch a good movie.
1: Or we pick movies that are terrible but are really well known, and we hope that we're <laughs> going to get some of that sweet, sweet Google traffic. Um, <laughs> which brings me to today's movie, which is The Hunger Games. <laughs> Yay!
0: 2012 The Hunger 2012
1: Games. 2012's The Hunger Games. Um, so, yeah, big, big name, big deal. Um, movie full of very well-known people full of well-known people uh came steaming in in 2012 um
0: steaming is that the word you want to use up at the top (laughs) of this
1: podcast (laughs) came steaming in off the bit off the popularity of the book steaming in off the popularity of twilight um and um was kind of a big deal um spawned two spawned two sequels three three
0: Two, two and a half. They there's three books, and there's, um they turned it into four films. Mm. So they split the um, the fourth film, the third film into two halves. Okay, they Harry Pottered it. Yeah, they Harry Pottered it. Yeah, they Twilighted it. Twilight did the same thing. Oh, really? Yeah. Um,
1: okay, so this came out in 2012, um, and so you can't you can't watch this film. There's a couple of movies that you've got to mention before you can even start talking about the hunger games because they're so they're so influential on this and i guess it's hard to well it's hard to say whether they are ultimately influential on this or not because it's based on the book and you don't know what the writer was what they were necessarily thinking when they wrote it um battle royale
0: you can't so the, the big one that i i think of that you can't talk about um can't not talk about is battle royale 2000 yeah. the japanese film based on the manga of the same name yeah that's the one i um, was going to so, mention yeah so i actually think i introduced you to battle royale i think i brought it around oh. to your house and we watched it
1: oh quite yeah. possible yep yeah um, so um so that was a that's a 2000 movie japanese movie um yep. about uh school kids in a fight to the death it is um, yeah they are they are plucked. abducted against their will plucked. and they are
0: plucked they are plopped down on an island and they are given a backpack and which may or may not contain a weapon. Yeah. Um, and then sent out to kill each other.
1: Yeah. For fun. For reasons. For reasons. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Doesn't really matter. All you, all you turned up for is kids in school uniforms killing yeah. each other. So um, you've essentially and all of these gripes and grievances and um, uh the 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 stage is set very early and it's yeah. also important to note that there's a plot device used in battle royale which is that they're they're given a, a necklace or or um a chain that goes around their neck an apparatus that um can be remotely detonated at any point mm. um so if you don't comply they blow you, they blow your head off and strangely enough a, a very similar uh, plot device is used in the hunger games mm.
1: And, um, of course it's Japanese, so all of the girls are in plaid skirts. Yep. Um,
0: with, um, with, uh, calf-eye socks. Yep. So, yeah. Um,
1: and, and, and it's fantastic. It's, it's a brilliant, it's a, great movie. It's a brilliant yeah. movie. Beat um,
0: Takashi's in it. He's great.
1: Yeah, beat Takashi K- is Kashi. great in everything. <laughs> so cool. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, so, so we've essentially just, just described the Hunger Games, but, um, yeah, it's it's passed through that um, young adult fiction um, book genre, um, and, yeah. and it's and it's molded with a healthy dose of Twilight in the sense that you have a uh, female lead, you a, do. and she uh, she has she's a large a large part of her um, conflict is that she is torn between two quite different love interests
0: oh uh, so what you're trying to tell me here is it's got a a love triangle
1: yes thank you yes, yes. okay yeah i think i think the words that, that the name kids is are that...
0: using are is love triangle
1: did you just come up with that off the dome i like it
0: i did yeah i just i just coined that one trademark craig so uh yeah love triangle um which again is, is very much that twilight um twilight story you know uh, the the conflict between necrophilia or bestiality from <laughs> Twilight plays out here. Um, so, I, just to just to to get us back on track, so this is a 2012 film starring uh, Jennifer Lawrence. So yep. Jennifer Lawrence is about as big as you're gonna get. Um, at this point in time well no i think actually this is the film that catapulted her into superstardom so prior to this she did winter's bone and she had done x-men first class um, so she's academy right. award nominated for winter's bone she turns up in x-men first class as academy award nominated jennifer lawrence playing mystique yeah but then she turns up in this um and this is a monster hit um and then in that same year she does silver linings playbook which yeah. gets her an oscar an actual oscar this time around for a silver Linings playbook yeah and, um, and, and
1: this was this was always going to be a huge hit because the book was a huge hit twilight was a huge yeah. hit harry potter was a huge hit this was always going no, no matter what they churned out this was this was going to be huge huge bank uh, but yeah. to to to, be, to to star in that and to carry that and then in the same year to do uh to to do that the oscar material as well as a real as a real achievement Thinking about the the amount of her energy that must have gone, into just just the promotion for for Hunger Games, and just the the mm. noise that surrounded this, it was it was a phenomenon at the time.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, it was it was a, a monster monster hit. I mean, I hadn't read. I, I have you read the book? I, I've read no, the books, the no, Suzanne Collins books. Um, so I think I um I think I saw the film and then I went and read the book. Um, the book and the film play into a wheelhouse of fiction for me that I I really quite enjoy which is that dystopian, post-apocalyptic what happened, how did we get to this sort of situation film I really enjoy Mm. and um, so so these all play into my hand play very neatly into my wheelhouse and I really enjoyed Battle Royale and um, again we're going to talk about that but when I first saw the trailer for this I was like oh it's an American remake of battle royale yeah um and i looked into it and i was like oh this isn't an american remake of battle royale and i think the i think the rest of the internet collectively said this is a remake of battle royale because i mean that was the initial criticism of the book uh, that had somehow or other kind of flown under the radar until that point because i guess book nerds aren't nearly as vocal online as movie nerds are um but yeah so apparently the author susan collins didn't know that battle royale was a thing hmm. which i find dubious but okay let's run with
1: it well i don't know it's not it's not impossible it's i mean it was a big it was a big film but it's japanese it's um you know it was, it, it was uh, yeah, it, maybe it was big enough to make it to new zealand that i in, in 2000 when i was working at a video store i picked it up oh no so you said you brought it you brought it around uh, but you, you, I, we you were have, familiar with the title i was familiar yeah. with the title because i remember having it at the store where i worked yeah. video store um for those of you who aren't familiar with that term is a place where <laughs> you you used to be well, you used to walk in and then buy a movie and then you'd walk out and then you'd bring it back the next day um <laughs> buy you'd rent
0: a film yeah it was um, a, it was really great you might know it as a some of you might know it as, and I'm using air quotes here, a blockbuster yeah. video. <laughs> so. It was a really great place to
1: work if you uh, liked watching movies. Yeah. Um, um, anyway, back on track. Uh, enough, enough of my uh, work history. Um, so, <laughs> one, more, one more movie we're going to meet. So, how are you doing in the post-blockbuster
0: <laughs> world there, Mike? You living under that bridge? You know, how's uh, that working out for you? I still, I
1: still want them back i miss <laughs> are you <laughs> i miss video stores um uh one one other movie we're going to mention when you talk about this movie is running man yes um arnold schwarzenegger uh what is that late 80s, 80s 86, 80 86 oh, it's 80, got to be like 80s 88 some, 89 some, something like somewhere that. in that neighborhood so um commercialization of violence uh you know as inter- reviewing pleasure violence yeah. as entertainment um uh, absolute golden golden age of schwarzenegger movies um yeah so,
0: post post terminator pre-terminator to like peak schwarzenegger yeah. Hung, So yeah.
1: H- hunger games you know it leans a lot on the ideas from that around uh you know sports entertainment but with the in the kind of post-reality tv world where it's not just about being entertaining for entertainment's sake you've actually got to be likable as well um, yeah, because, and there's a whole rating system, a whole, and, like, yeah, a rating system and, and yeah, there's a rating system, and 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 it, it it can actually help your cause. You 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 can they can help you in game. Um, if you are if the more likable you are, um, yeah,
0: in in the is, Hunger yeah, Games, which is you, yeah. people will send you gifts and stuff. Yeah, which is a
1: new war. it's it's a it's a new perspective on that on that kind of the, the commercialization of competitive violence um
0: yeah yeah. which wasn't which is interesting because have you read the book the running man no so um that's a stephen king book um but it was written under one of his pseudonyms um because apparently in the 80s he wasn't allowed to write anything that wasn't horror so if he wanted to write anything a little different he would put it out under a pen name um and so the running man has the it's not it's not a i can't remember exactly if it's a televised thing or not but it, it's quite different to the film in fact the only concept that kind of transitions from the book to the film is the idea that you are being chased by professional hunters really and um yeah so it doesn't have that arena setting and all those larger Ooh. than life characters that turn up in the running man film that um arnold gets to beat boss style yeah um he um and double boss style none of that's there um there's a there's a, a there's a um a rebellion though that like that idea of a rebellion oh, is yeah. there and there's an underground um but the idea is that he is just being chased i thought and he would, can run I anywhere i thought the they six. were
1: gonna go there with here at one point with with the hunger games but then it, it didn't pan out um
0: the I, book the book has a the book oh, we can talk about it later but the book the book the Hunger Games has some of those elements, okay. which is interesting, and
1: yeah. and I like that. I like the way I like that um, analogy from you know the not just not just the reality TV, but even just the professional sports world, where it's not enough to be great at basketball. You've got to be charismatic.
0: Yeah, um, you've got to be Michael Jordan and entertaining.
1: Yeah. So someone like you know Stephen Adams, well Stephen Adams is great at basketball, but you know there's success to be successful in the NBA. Is about more than just how good at basketball you are, and 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 I, and I like the I like what they're bringing in in Hunger Games in that perspective where to be successful in this game, it's about more than how good a fighter you are or how good your survival um, skills are. That that yeah. that likability and that ability to tell a story, manipulate your audience, um, is 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 it's it's it is a survival skill. Yeah,
0: one hundred percent. Which is which I, I will credit the film as something that doesn't feature in either. Um, it doesn't really feature in battle royale. That like that's not
1: really no. an option. Um, battle. Yeah, no one's. You never even get a sense that anybody's watching in battle royale. Um, no, they are. They're just kids killing each other. I forget, killing each other. I forget what even the, the the point of it is. That they 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 put this flimsy kind of. Plot, uh, flimsy place plot that
0: sort of says yeah something has happened and it's it's a post it's a post something world where um the children need to be reminded that the adults are in charge that's and so the right. adults, yeah so the adults <laughs> institute this sort of random thing where i'll take a random school class that's misbehaving and um uh, or because everyone all the schools are bad or all the kids in the schools are bad and this is kind of like a disciplinary measure to remind them that at any point they can be killed. Um, there is a media sensation or a celebrity status applied to some kids because there is a character in, in the, in the battle Royale film who has previously survived a battle Royale. Oh, right. and he volunteered to come back as kind of like a wild card entry. Oh, um, that's right. Yeah. So there's actually, I think two kids, one, one volunteered, one is there against as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah uh
1: it's okay it's really only slightly more tenuous than the reason the hunger games gives you for pulling these kids together and having them fight each other to the death right to remind 13
0: there's 13 districts or 12 12 12 districts i think and And um, 12 districts plus the capital or is the capital no capital is district one yeah and each district so spoiler alert for those who haven't oh, seen oh yeah we didn't do our spoiler alert
1: um, we're going to do all of the but, spoilers.
0: Uh, yeah we, we're, we're not really good at this whole spoiler alert thing but um the whole premise is that it's a post-apocalyptic world where some kind of battle has happened and pan am pan what is what is used to be continental united states um is now divided up into 12 districts presumably the world is included in there somewhere and they each district is responsible for a different thing and so the higher the number in the district you get basically the more poor you are yeah and the closer to the capital you get the more wealthy you are so district two and three are responsible for weapons and technology i think and then way out where they are she's in like west virginia or what what constitutes yeah. as west virginia where they're effectively mining for coal it would seem yeah um so so uh Captain so she's Deverdean... so she's a,
1: she's an underdog yeah and from the, the get-go. In, in that
0: sense um, and every year or every four years they ask for they come and they select two volunteers or what are they the two tributes yeah from each district to come and compete in the hunger games um, where it's a, a battle to the death and the the winner is um, crowned in glory and gets to live out the rest of their days in relative luxury.
1: And it's and it's to remind them not to not to rise up and against, fight against the fight each other yeah. again because
0: yeah. that's bad. Yeah, that's bad. Um, so Katniss Everdeen, um, with the film starts effectively with her younger sister Primrose Everdeen being selected to be a tribute and uh, Katniss volunteers herself as tribute it's
1: funny that you, to, you, to, you say the film starts with that that doesn't happen for about 16 minutes
0: <laughs> well you spend a you spend a good time um, establishing the relationship between Katniss and Gail and also establishing that Katniss is pretty adept with a bow and arrow because she's effectively out hunting for food because everyone's starving all the time because there's not enough food to go around, you.
1: Yeah, and 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 they kind of suggest that something about like you can choose more, f- you can you can get more food, but in exchange you have to, you're more likely to be selected. Like you have more ballots, you have more, you personally have more ballots go into this into the big bowl so you're more likely to be drawn to participate in the hunger games if you get more so the more desperate you are the more likely you are to be chosen And, and and they also they kind of protect the protect the younger kids as well they make sure that the older kids are more likely to get selected um and so so uh so katniss so her so her younger sister gets selected and then she she steps in and volunteers which straight away um for me it lost a bit of its Pathos because there's no, they hadn't set any precedent. You hadn't seen anybody else be selected. She was the first one who got selected. And so when Katniss volunteers, I mean, obviously, you know, she's going to do it, but, uh I felt like they could have built that up a little bit, but at, at least just having the, the, the boys go first, but they selected right. the, fir- the, so they select the girl first and there was no real, so there was no real surprise and no real tension. um, you, you kind of you knew straight away just from the characters that you had met that that the, the sister was going to be selected and that she was going to step in and volunteer but you didn't get a sense of the you didn't get a sense of the surprise from the the rest of the audience and I felt like they could have just right. switched those two around and 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 you could have created that precedent for her to break that would have, right. would have carried a lot more carried a lot more pathos a lot more emotion in the film in that scene felt it felt oddly flat to me.
0: Right, Oh, I think it's also important to note that the the boy that's selected from is it District 12? Yeah, tw- in Twelve? Yes it's Twelve. Yeah, yeah So um, the poorest of the poor. Um, so uh, the boy that's selected is is Peter Mellark, um, Peter, played by Josh Hutcherson. Um, he is the other leg of the love triangle that yeah. is um, uh, Katniss gale and peter yeah. So we're setting up that young adult fiction um staple
1: yeah and you're sort of you're they established that that Katniss has a bit of a i say a history uh, that's implying that they've got a romantic history they don't but they like they know each other they've interacted before um yeah he he gave her burnt breath and they were starving yeah you get some fl- you get some flashbacks and so you know that they know each other um and um so they, yeah. So there's some there's some filler scenes where they're saying goodbye to their family and all that. Um, and they meet. Oh, so they meet their their kind of the unwilling mentor. Um, oh yeah. Hamish,
0: Hamish Abernathy, played by Woody Harrelson, um who is the only winner from District Twelve. Yeah. So th- they're paired up with a former. Uh, so he has to every year, I guess. Be uh, the unwilling coach for um, every four or every four years. Um, he has to be the unwilling coach yeah. um, that has to send two young people from his neighbourhood um, into into a battle to the death. Yeah, and he's um, and
1: he's he he doesn't have much. You, you get a sense that he hasn't had much victory since his own victory. Um, well, he's, like you say, he's the only winner from District Twelve, so his charges. He doesn't have much reason to invest and in, invest a lot of emotion in his charges because he's he's burned out and he knows they they've got little to no chance of winning. So when you first meet him, he's he's drinking and um, not not offering a lot of useful advice or not promising to offer a lot of useful advice to them. And as over the course of getting to know, particularly Katniss. He really he becomes a lot more invested and engaged as he gets a sense that she's she's got what it takes. She's got what it takes, kid. Which <laughs> is weird because I never get a sense that Katniss has got what it takes. Um, oh, apart really? From apart from being able to shoot a bow, she, she does jack shit for about <laughs> the first forty five minutes of the movie. Um, but she's winning. So
0: like everywhere she goes, like she gets that dress um because uh this film has a surprise um surprise uh cameo by uh oh famous famous singer his name escapes me right now and i can't find him in imdb um what's his name he's no idea he's a famous
1: is he is he famous
0: yeah he's the designer um that's uh it's gonna i'm gonna lenny kravitz it's lenny kravitz he plays Cinna the the costume designer
1: oh okay
0: yeah so um he gets this he's a big part of the book in this whole idea that sinner has created this dress it's the girl on fire thing and they 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 build this whole storyline around her which comes back to that thing you were talking to earlier with the you must win over the crowd so very early on they establish her as um they built start building the story that her and peter are um in some kind of a relationship from district 12 and it's this whole storyline that's being built and she becomes very very popular um and she's very uh the public are in love with her and peter they they love that whole storyline so but that's very early on
1: but that's the thing is she's she doesn't have anything to do with creating that if anything she resists it um right she doesn't have anything to do with creating the outfit. She doesn't have anything to do with creating the um, the connection with Peter. He brings that. Um, right. In fact, she she gives him shit for it. Um, yeah. She resists it. But the the thing is, I don't know what and and so I'm getting off the plot and into into my criticism of the movie. She doesn't stand for that. She doesn't stand for playing up to the crowd. Um, you know she can fire a bow what else is what else is she about you never get a sense that she is apart from firing a bow she doesn't do anything um you never get a sense that she's like i'm going to win this on my own terms i'm going to win this by being uh good at surviving um or by being strong or by being fit you never see her running or doing push-ups or doing doing anything um you just oh she can fire a bow well, all right, that's, I hope she gets a bow. Otherwise that's not going to come in free handy. <laughs> Ranged weapons. Ranged weapons. Yeah. <laughs> how, how good is she at melee? <laughs> <laughs> She's, she sucks at she ballet. She
0: sucks. But, but if you want to know how good ranged weapons are, just just ask uh, just ask the French after Henry V rolled through with the longbow, yo. See how they feel about the situation. <laughs>
1: that's a deep cut. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, the English longbow, uh, the bane of the French. So they so um, so they arrive
1: they arrive in the city at about at about the half an hour point. So that's your first you know that's your first turning point. They they're in the city. And then there is still another another way more than well over half an hour before the game actually starts. So they spend a good half an hour in the city creating their creating their characters, um, uh, schmoozing their sponsors. Um, um, she's she's building up um, Haymitch's uh, faith in her somehow. Um, yep. Yeah he's he's dropping pearls of wisdom yeah he starts he starts to warm up to her he starts dropping pearls of wisdom um uh and and yeah there's that whole weird
0: ranking system where all of the where all of the contestants are ranked and um and given a a a power rating um which is run like it's run like um nfl draft night where people are you know picking these these new draftees into the NFL and, and determining how, how valuable mm. they are going to be and how much money and what contracts have been offered and who's being traded where it's all very, very current day sports yeah. with
1: more death. Oh, and she's, and trying, violence. she's She's giving Peter his, uh, his self belief as well. He thinks he's got no hope of winning, but she's like, she's convincing him that he's strong and that he should use his, use his strength, which is, which is weird because, uh, and I guess, it wasn't until
0: Well, his only skill is, is painting, um, is cake
1: painting. Oh yeah, and he can yeah, uh, he yeah. Can, he can paint he can paint himself. Really well. He can paint himself. Really That's well. his only skill. Not in yeah. not in a not in a van Gogh way, in a no, like, no, body no. paint. Paint myself yeah. paint myself to look like a tree kind of way. Yeah.
0: Um He's got camouflage for days.
1: Yeah, so so she's kinda of giving giving him a bit more trying to give him a bit more hope in himself um and and they they, they play actually plays up his his strength that he's really strong but this is where this and this is where i got a bit confused because there's nothing about the size of the guy that indicates that he is strong he looks like a he just looks like a a normal dude like i was thinking at this point why did they cast this guy why didn't they cast a unit? A, a, a big well it's kind of funny
0: because if you'd reverse the casting you would have had liam hemsworth who is a hemsworth yeah but so by by virtue of his name alone he's thor-like in stature yeah um if they'd reverse that casting like he he's a big guy yeah like, you know big aussie lad but, but they have a... i think at this point liam liam hemsworth i think this is his kind of his breakout role um i'm pretty sure they thought they were casting chris hemsworth and then he turned up on set and they were like oh same same but different <laughs> oh well it works um but yeah so no we just wanted you in as the stunt book, double yeah in the stunt double <laughs> in the book uh it, pete peter is described as being strong from because he works in the bakery so he's always hefting big bags of flour and stuff around yeah. so he's He's hefty. He can throw bags of flour around. Uh, it's tenuous, but but, he's, it's but, that,
1: but that's, and that's, that's the thing. And it wasn't until I wasn't until about three quarters of the way through the movie that I realized, Oh, he's actually a genuine, genuine love interest. That's why they didn't cast him as a, as just this, a big unit. They just, they've cast, yeah. cast him more for, um, looking like an attractive, uh, mate than for <laughs> what he's actually good at, which is hefting, um, Bags of flour, bags of flour, sacks. Yeah, um, sacks. Yeah. Okay, so but, so they spend a lot of time in the city. goes, um, man,
0: it takes forever to get to the actual battle royale part of this film. So
1: I wrote, I wrote it down. It's sixty eight minutes before the game actually 68 starts. Sixty eight minutes. Man, you've you've got to be a big fan of the book. If you, you go to a you go to a movie that's about kids. In a in a battle royale format with weapons, killing each other, killing each other, and it takes sixty eight minutes for that scenario to actually start. Like I'd be wanting my money back if I was if I was <laughs> if I was in a cinema. Like when? Are, and I was I was thinking this. When is when is something going to happen? And actually, at thirty five minutes, I wrote down on my notebook, uh, all caps, why is nothing happening? Um, <laughs>
0: There's been plenty of things happening, Mike. There's been all that <laughs> tension between Peter and uh, uh, Katniss Everdeen. So like, that's, and I ge- that takes time to build, man. And I guess that's that's as as
1: as someone perhaps they weren't assuming that many people would see this if, the, if that hadn't read the book. But I didn't know that was what they were getting at. I thought I thought Peter was dog food. I thought he was. <laughs> I, thought he was I thought they were setting him up to be cannon fodder. Right. Um, you know the no. the, the plucky yeah. the plucky sidekick. Who was going? to yeah. was going to get wiped out um, dramatically? I was really, sur- I was genuinely surprised when he turned into a love interest, and that's why. Oh, like right. I say, that's why I was genuinely. That's why I was trying to puzzle out this casting. I was like, this. Why? Why haven't they cast a, a big, a big lovable Hulk, um, a big, a big teddy bear in this role? Because he's going to die, and then you're going to feel sad because he's a love, yeah. a lovable teddy bear. But the, he's, a, he's more of a pretty boy. Uh, because love
0: love conquers all yeah
1: <laughs> okay so um so i and i'm i'm being facetious but to to the movie's credit this movie absolutely kicks off when the game starts it's
0: yeah well, the, it does a really the, good job like I'll, the... I'll agree with you the first the first what nearly one third of this film a little under a half i think the movie's two hours and 20 something yeah. long. So as you rightly point out, the first hour of this film is built setting up the idea that there's going to be a battle royale where people kill each other um, till the last man standing. And yeah, once once they get into the the meat and potatoes of this of this this film, that whole 24 kids being let loose into the into the the battle dome. I can't remember what they call it. Mm. They have a, a name for it. Um, and yeah, it, it. I think that sets it up quite nicely. Yeah. That whole heartbeat soundtrack. There's the, there's the countdown. There's the close-ups of everyone, and then the the tubes come down and they're yeah. on the field, and then they all race off.
1: Yeah, it's yeah, excellent. it's it's genuinely compelling. The tension, the su- the kind of survival horror tone that they pitch at that point, and the the strategy that Katniss brings to it. That, and I think it's that the amount of time that she spends on her own. um... Where you actually you you really sense that you really bond with her and you really sense that she's she's got her strategy sorted out and she's sticking to it and she's um it's compelling to watch in the same way as it's compelling to watch Mark Wahlberg in um uh, the Mars what's the Mars movie um mission
0: Mich- oh mission to Mars what's it called no Mark Wahlberg in a Mars movie
1: no oh, matt, no me. sorry matt damon
0: matt damon ah you know it's it's you mean america's treasure matt yeah, damon
1: you know the movie i'm talking about it's, it's it's compelling to watch him just on his own just go about his work and oh yes yes, of, yes yes the interest the interesting stuff that he does and it's jennifer lawrence um and she's yeah an immensely charming watch actress, her read the phone like book
0: a very yeah gosh i'd read her watch yeah. the phone book. um <laughs> uh an immensely talented actress um who would soon go on to be the height of her fame and it's, after this film, and
1: I, and I really like the way that um, her her strategy uh, absolutely kicks ass, and she is she's on track to win until the um, and she, she actually gets to the point where she's she is doing too well, and the uh, you know the producers, the people running the game, have to sabotage her um, because she's mm. she is actually doing so well at avoiding um the game conflict yeah
0: yeah and so, just let other people do their thing yeah. and then snake in at the last moment and so they have
1: to set up this they set up this artificial fire um that, that and they trap they trap her in that and they force her to run force it for mm. they force her to change her strategy um in, in an unexpected way and they wound her as well and they so they force her to you know have to appeal to um to her audience for sponsorship, for someone to send her some medicine to to heal this wound. Now that now this is something I didn't quite get, because um, and this is I'm showing my ignorance as someone who hasn't read the book. That the the medicine that comes to her when she's in the tree, it comes with a note from Hamish, which I read as being that that medicine has come from him. But I I assume that's meant to be from a sponsor. Well, they...
0: that is from a sponsor yeah so haymitch sort of lobbies on behalf of his um tributes to the wealthy elite of the capital mm. who then who are then compelled to sponsor um very extravagant extravagantly priced gifts as it were to to assist people along the way i, I think if i remember correctly in the book there's a there's an, um a geometrically expanding scale of pricing for things as things go on so earlier on in the game's Uh, gifts are, are plentiful and cheap but the further into the game you get gifts get more expensive so if you're a wildly popular contestant um you could be assisted in the late stages of the game by a very wealthy donor who who sponsors you right um and yeah and if i remember correctly the the salve that she is sent to heal her wounds in the book is described as like a miracle cure she she's quite badly hurt um and the miracle cure um fixes her overnight like it's an amazing you know book yes. invention yes it, yeah. it does yeah.
1: and and um although that's so the entire like i said the first so there's a good half an hour of the movie maybe 45 minutes depending on where you count it from that is building up the importance of these sponsors she, she gets sponsored twice yeah once she is, gets food as one, well doesn't once she? Someone that sends her broth? one is one is up the tree where she gets the the salve and one is she gets she gets a soup that she then gives to peter who was who was right dying from a wound and then yep. um she gets an opportunity to get some medicine for him and in this there's a setup where they have to go back to the the cornucopia which is kind of the central point where where goodness good things come from and so they where,
0: where they they start in the cornucopia and um Her strategy was: some people go racing into the cornucopia because that's where all the weapons um, and supplies are. Uh, But her strategy was to get as far away from that as possible um, and let everyone else kill each other off. If I remember correctly, yeah. Which Um, and that
1: and that's that's her strategy for the entire game for the first. It's also like from a
0: design point of view, the cornucopia is shaped like a hand pushing down Mm. so it's it's like from a design perspective in the film like that that's a nice touch that it looks like a hand pressing down on people so i thought that was nice yeah i can't remember if that was described in the book that way or not but um either way i thought
1: it was a nice visual image so the so the game plays out um so she's she's up against a group there's a group that forms kind of an alliance and she's up against them she manages to overcome them split them up through you know through her wiles Um, Through her, through her cunning. Oh, and oh, I forgot to mention. Um, Rue. She she makes an alliance. So there's one young girl. Like I said, most very young. Mostly, mostly people make sure that only older kids are there. But there's there's one one young girl who is there who you just think she's she's gonna get eaten alive. Um, but she manages to kind of evade through her through just slipping through, slipping under everybody's radar. And at one point, so she and katniss become allies and she turns out to be really useful and have a lot of really useful knowledge this young girl called rue and they bond because <clears> she's she also you get a sense that she reminds katniss of her own younger sister so they they, they bond and they work together and um until she until rue gets killed um
0: and then so the um the that, that rue character um uh, if i remember correctly there was huge uproar about that character being an african-american character um because in the book i can't remember if if they were or not but this is 2012 and i'd like to think this is the 1960s but it was just a huge uproar about them casting her as african-american really because she wasn't described as african-american in the book if i remember correctly um yeah just just like just people being racist you know um <laughs> <laughs> just just the worst um i remember the the uproar um i haven't looked into it I, i'd forgotten about it until you mentioned it just the number of people that were upset about this casting wow. whether she was she wasn't black enough or she was too black or i can't remember it was it was awful no matter how you cut yeah. it just just the worst god people suck um but
1: so yeah so maybe so we won't go through all the beats because we have already gone a little bit over uh Time at this point, when you don't actually talk about what's kind of good and bad about the movie,
0: oh, yeah. Um, uh, ultimately, uh, Peter and uh, spoiler alert Peter and uh Katniss overcome everybody else, form an alliance, break the rules, and uh, manage to be crowned uh dual winners of the games, yeah. Um, and that is unheard of. And they do this through a Romeo and Juliet plot device where they're going to poison each other. Uh, poison themselves commit suicide and they they are instead crowned um dual winners uh the first ever um and there's a bunch of like rule changes where they say that um for the first time ever this kind of forces katniss to to drag um peter along behind her uh, because she um she goes out and she manages to she gets two kills in i think or three depending on how you want to cut it um but yeah she's a force to be reckoned with um and they in order to um, I don't know sabotage her success. I guess they they change the rules that say that if two um, two people from the same district are in the final two, that they will be crowned winner. Um, and they change these rules backwards and forwards yes. um, depending on to suit the situation, the game makers, and uh, ultimately um, through through uh, a threat of suicide and to sabotage the game, uh, they are both crowned winners. Um, which sets the sta- stage for the, the the next two novels, yeah. which is this whole idea that you know, they need to need to just kill her off. Um, and the idea is that you know, um, have you seen Rollerball? The original Rollerball. No. Um, from way back in the day so the idea of rollerball is that um it's to destroy individuality and that that it instills in people the idea that no one person is greater than the team but um jonathan the titular character from rollerball uh he he is a very successful individual player and it's this whole idea that um he needs to be broken down so they try to do this to katniss as well um and she succeeds despite all objections so there's elements of rollerball in this as well which is a great film um and um yeah i i think it's an interesting film um i think it's a it's a well put together film uh, the director um couldn't or wouldn't come back for for sequels i can't remember what way around it was there was some controversy about that his name's gary ross um and he's more or less famous for this as a director but he also directed sea biscuit and okay. pleasantville have you seen pleasantville That's yes probably. i have um, um toby yeah toby so mcguire right? yeah. and toby and I want to say Renee, uh, I forget her name it's not I wanted to say Kirsten Dunst but it's not it's um uh academy award winning actress from Legally Blonde and Renee? uh Walk the Wire Reese, uh, Walk the Reese Witherspoon Reese Witherspoon um which is funny because Reese Witherspoon was married to oh what was his name um but Reese the last film that we finally managed to get in the can had Alexis Knapp in it she plays the character stacy so that's uh from pitch perfect alexis knapp alexis knapp had an affair with reese witherspoon's husband um who had a love child and, and refused to be with him after the fact and uh so yeah can't remember how we got here but reese witherspoon um yeah pleasantville well, not really sure where i was going with that but um <laughs> pleasantville just what we're talking about yeah pleasantville so she's in pleasantville um and so yeah uh 12 degrees of uh you know Six degrees of Kevin Bacon, but with Reese Witherspoon, I guess. Anyway, moving right along. Um... So,
1: um, one of the one of the issues I have with this movie uh, is the way. So, it's I really like what they are going for in the in that sense of what's happening in the game and how that uh, the producers uh, how they are trying to manipulate the game and control the game. But she is she is wresting control away from them through force of will and personality, and being willing to you know you, you do whatever it takes and you know it's she only so she only plays up the the kind of love interest angle with peter um at uh haymitch's encouragement so the note he sends her in the second um sponsor uh drop it says you call that a kiss she's given she's given peter a little peck, peck on the cheek um and then the next time she goes in with she goes in with the medicine to give to him she gives him a full-on pash And Mm. and you you get that sense that she's actually she's taking control of the game and the game, the game masters, which is not dissimilar from what what um, Arnie does in Running Man, where he's so strong and so popular. Um, But in that he take he taps into the underground because because he's he's everybody thinks he's a felon. He's he's the butcher of Bakersfield, but he, he taps into this underground to share the raw footage, which shows that he was actually trying to prevent that massacre at the start and it's so it's the same thing where he is taking control and he is subverting the control and undermining the control that the producers have and so you get the sense of these you know the, these these omnipotent producers kind of being brought down and being being you know so it's, it's them that he is defeating it's them that katniss is defeating yeah. more than the game and more than her opponents um but problem i have where they, they they don't nail it is is that she never talks directly to him i was i kept waiting It's the guy with the beard um
0: uh and um and i kept a very stately actor whose name immediately escaped so it's, me. Well, um, was donald it...
1: sutherland is the president but then, donald sutherland but then a, the, yes. he is trying to control this main producer who has this kind of outrageous uh oh seneca came you mean west bentley beard, yeah
0: uh the the one with the elaborate facial hair yeah but but he, yeah
1: I kept waiting for this Truman Show moment where he he flicks the switch and actually addresses Katniss and Peter. But he doesn't do it. They they never actually address each other. Um, they, they only use this um, this voice of God to communicate these messages down to Katniss. And I kept waiting for that um, uh, for the stakes to be raised and for him to step in and actually confront them directly but he doesn't he just he he, he, he kind of he goes out in a whimper and then at the, at the in the epilogue he's he's led into this room with his bowl full of berries and he has to the implication being that he's going to eat them and and kill himself because he has lost control of this game but they they could have i feel like there was a missed opportunity there where they could have actually brought him into direct
0: conflict, conflict
1: with katniss yeah. and with peter and and have her overcome him directly where it's all it all happens at arm's length um right and and, and just through a tv screen yeah and it just it just it loses it lose it's a lost opportunity where you know and and Truman showed there's that wonderful moment where Ed Harris he just he comes in over the mic and he talks directly and it it really is a voice from the clouds you know Mm. addressing uh, um, Truman um, yeah and 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 then when he when he walks up the stairs and he goes out the door, the, you know he he he's doing it right in Ed Harris's face. But they never do that here. They never you never because they never meet, um, uh, his character Wes Bentley. And
0: it's Wes Bentley yeah. Seneca Cain. Yeah, they just Seneca Crane. Yeah,
1: they 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 miss that out. Um, obviously,
0: did you know that? Did you know that the Truman Show was written by a New Zealander? No, I don't think I did. His name's Andrew Nichol. Um, and uh, he wrote The Truman Show. And uh, a couple other films you may have heard of. Uh, he wrote um, Gattaca. Did he do What
1: Dreams May Come as well? I feel like that was no, from New Zealand. No,
0: no, no. Oh, it might have been. Oh, it, maybe it was. Um, I think it was... Yeah, I think it is, actually. Um, it could be wrong. Well, maybe that was but directed he, he, um, by New
1: Zealander. Maybe that was... Uh, no i think it's true direct- i'm gonna to have to look that up i'm sure it's directed by a new zealander what dreams may come this is great podcasting here
0: yeah great podcasting everyone andrew nickel um so yeah he also did gattaca simone which is excellent and lord of war which is a personal favorite of mine
1: vincent yeah vincent ward um new zealand director what dreams may come oh really i didn't realize he was kiwi yeah um Okay, so what else? Oh, one other thing I have to say: um, uh, casting Woody Harrelson as Hamish. I, I, I love I like Woody Harrelson, and um, you know he's he's a really malleable actor. He can fit in a lot of different. Uh, you know a lot of different bodies a lot of different roles but i i, just I like woody harrelson
0: feel like it's hard not to like woody harrelson i feel like
1: there was a missed opportunity there for, for to have someone and maybe it's just in the way they the the, the character design with the the kind of lank blonde hair oh it's um, the worst wig ever <laughs> but i i felt like i felt like they could have they, they missed a trick with with Haymitch as well that with they of making him really grizzled and woody harrelson is grizzled so I guess I'm looking for a different kind of grizzled I don't know what did you think mm. maybe, I'm, maybe I'm off the mark there
0: uh, I like woody Harrelson, just generally speaking um, I think he's a, a really talented actor he does he does that sort of country boy oh, thing.
1: yeah I'm not no question no question of that
0: yeah really well um yeah maybe 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 you're looking for someone a little bit more militant uh, someone who looked like they you know, would be at home in the, you know, a colonel's uniform on the, on the battlefields. Um, I don't know. I, pff, I like the idea that he's broken, and I think Woody Harrelson does drunk, broken man quite well. Um, oh, I, uh, I, don't, I, wasn't, I wasn't disappointed with that casting. Um, I think, I think generally speaking, casting overall in this film is, is excellent. I I'm, think. I'm thinking Josh
1: of Josh I'm thinking of Three Billboards now, and I'm thinking of Sam Rockwell as as oh. um oh. he would friend friend of the podcast absolutely, sam rockwell absolutely <laughs> kill this kill this role he would be so good i mean of, oh
0: sam rockwell's of great of course he is he's I great think... in everything yeah um uh, and you know who else who else is in this film that's great in everything is stanley tucci oh yes um, i love stanley yeah, he tucci is, he is
1: oh so goodness yeah.
0: um as caesar Fl- uh, flickerman uh so good um so, I love him so much.
1: So he's the um, he's the face of the show to, yeah, to he's the, the audience. Yeah, he's, the game the game show. Host, yeah, he's the, he's the game show host yeah. exactly, and that describes him perfectly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely kills that role. Every every scene he is in, he is he is owning owning that game show host persona. Mm-hmm. You never, you never see, behind, you never see behind that. That's another, that's another trick that's missed is that sense of, which is another thing that they do really well in the running man where the game, the host is also the, he, he's also the, the machinery behind it. And so you do, yeah, you do
0: he is the personality that runs yeah, it as you well. Do get the, so um, the
1: facade is, is also the producer. So he's the, he's the smiling face, but he is, he is also the dark decision maker at the back. Which, which yeah. works which works incredibly well for conveying the kind of the duplicity of the of the scenario and maybe that would have been maybe that would have been a way obviously they've got to stay true to what's written in the book but that would have been a really compelling way to and that might have been a, a compelling way to make that leap that I mentioned about having them actually face down um you know the producer was to have him have have him play both of those parts um mm. to, to, to combine those parts into one character so that they have reason to actually be in front of them and to interact with them and to and to maybe to, to i
0: think this might be one of those situations where because both those characters exist in the book um that this is one of those situations where um we're in the adaptation from yeah. um, ink to blink that they m- maybe missed an opportunity to just to tighten that field up a little bit and go hey we don't really need to separate these characters out we can but this is we just have i mean a single character. yeah and we've
1: talked we've talked about this one we've done other book other films made from books Is you've got a there's there's an onus on you to be loyal to your to the audience to the book audience even though it might make a better film and if there was an uproar because one character was made african-american um who wasn't specifically yeah. called out to be that race in the book? Then I can only imagine how upset people would be if you if you combined two really major characters into one, just because it would make a better movie.
0: So, have you read the Harry Potter books? I have. Um, have you seen the Harry Potter films? I have. Um, they they do that a lot in the Harry Potter films. They they mush characters together or just exercise characters completely. Yeah, obviously you would know. And um, and uh, I, I know some pretty pretty hardcore Harry Potter book fans who um, I will refuse to watch the films with because they spend so much time complaining about how the books um, handle this so much differently. Um, well, but I, I will say, having read the Hunger Games book versus. The hunger games film um if you if you had issue with the film you're going to have major issues with the book um they spend a lot more time um dealing with that um teenage love torn and well for a start katniss is much younger she's like 14 or 13 she's she's yeah no no one anywhere believes that jennifer lawrence is a 13 year old girl in this film um and all those characters are much younger um i think the um the alpha the alpha pack the 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 kids from districts two and three uh one and two like they talk about how they're almost professional hunger games volunteers they train they train their entire lives to be hunger games contestants um they're all a little bit older and bigger and stronger which plays that underdog story which katniss really plays into um yeah the um and the there's a a thing in the book where um the victims are are um, removed from the battlefield and then they come back later as like genetically engineered dog creatures to sort of drive people uh, together for the final that's where the for the final the
1: dogs come from
0: dogs come in so the the dogs yeah. survive into the film as just like random dogs i guess yeah. but in the book they've got the faces of the fallen oh so um, jesus genetically yeah genetically engineered animals feature largely in these films like the the mocking jay was a genetically engineered um uh bird and then there's the bees as well like the bees are genetically engineered so there's a bunch of things at play Uh, here yeah they're tracker jackers or whatever they're called or yeah oh, so that's all it that's features all a lot coming together that's yeah. all from the book yeah. yeah so the book book plays into that a lot um but other than that like I, I think i think you're right although i think you needed that villain because in the books obviously the donald pleasant's character goes on to be the main villain and becomes the focus of the next couple of films um so he is the absolute big boss protagonist yeah. except in the you have you've seen all three films no this
1: is the first this is the first time first one i've watched and i just watched it i just watched it for this i didn't see them when they came out
0: Oh, okay so it might be interesting to do all three of these films um here because uh you'll see as the the show goes on they do a bit of a bait and switch with the protagonist at one point um and and it ends in a strange sort of a way but um worth watching um yeah gosh um
1: so what else we're gone we've, we've pretty much had our time uh anything else you want to anything else you want to weigh in on with the hunger games
0: oh god i'm sure as the moment we click off on this I'll, I'll think of a dozen things i wanted to bring up about it but um um i liked this movie um i think i think from a from a story point of view i mean we, we've we've touched on this a couple of times with um Uh, with strong female characters uh so jennifer lawrence um i like from from her character point of view although she does seem a bit um passive in regards to things happen to her a lot so things are happening to her she does she does strike out on her own she does she does sacrifice herself for her younger sister um she she doesn't play ball with all these powerful men that are telling her to do things she she fights the power as it were um she she doesn't conform to the societal norms that are being pushed upon her like she doesn't want to be peter malik's love interest like she 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 opposes that until she absolutely has to go through with it i I think from a like a feminist standpoint
1: this is a a good film Isn't isn't she only doing that out of loyalty to gail though is that is that mm, what they're trying she... to is that what they're trying to picture? Well, I was I wasn't sure because there's no there's no ac- yeah there's a love interest. no actual he's obviously there's no actual yeah, well, sign, obviously... it's, it's no actual sign yeah. in the film that they are that they are in love. They never kiss.
0: No, and I don't think the book has that either. That's definitely something that happens later. But there's definitely a um, a lovers triangle there. Yeah. where she she likes Gale, but she has to pretend to be with Peter, um, but gosh it's a it's a, a book written by a woman made by a man starring a woman i i don't know I, I again i think this is one of these films where she's not overtly sexualized at any point that i can remember i mean jennifer lawrence is a very beautiful woman there's no denying that yeah but at at no point is it like it's not like upskirt shots a la justice league of wonder woman <laughs> um it's 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 uh yeah, she doesn't use her sexuality to get what she needs. No. Uh, or, like, no she's, well, she's kind of. She's a... She's a society uses.
1: She's them. a badass. Yeah. And I talk her you know... Yeah. I, 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 I give her a hard time because I, I don't like her for the first hour because she kind of just... She just drifts along. But sh- she kicks ass in the game. Yeah, she's, once she gets going, yeah, she goes. She's she's a, Cause she's when, a badass. I mean, she's a very strong.
0: When, when Rue dies, Rue is murdered while Katniss's back is kind of turned. Katniss doesn't waste any time. She notches an arrow and lets fly and downs this guy yeah. immediately. Yeah. There's, there's no fucking around. Um, uh, it's a real Billy's mom from Gremlins. You know, yeah. when when confronted with demons in her kitchen, she doesn't scream and run out. She fucking knuckles down ties on her bandana lets that rambo music play yeah. and goes to fucking town on some beasts in her kitchen like yes yeah, you know as uh, female
1: as female role models go she's she's up there she's tough yeah tough as old, yeah, tough yeah. As she, old boots
0: she, tough as tough as leather yeah pretty pretty as a jimmy choo though so um jimmy choo shoe that's a solid fashion reference there. <laughs> <laughs> i watch Sex in the city i know what's fashionable um, <laughs> so yeah, I, I think this is a, I think this is a solid film. Um, I think the trilogy on a whole has some interesting things to say. Um, the books are good, but I think this is verging on greatness, Mike.
1: Wow. Solid call. I'm, you disagree? I, d- I disagree. It's, it's, wall- it's wallowing for me. It's, it doesn't make, oh, is it yeah, it doesn't make enough use of, of the goods, the goods, the good, the good parts are too infrequent, um, and it, 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 while it,
0: yeah, that's a fair comment there's there's a lot of um th- there are some real nuggets here yeah. some real real gems um and perhaps you're right yeah. perhaps perhaps a, a, a another draft of the screenplay would have would have polished that to a high sheen uh um, but maybe it's missing i yeah,
1: just i think any any time you any time you're coming in and you've got you've got an audience uh with expectations of what the movie's going to be like then then that really hamstrings you as i a, guess um as a writer and as a filmmaker when you've got to make it you've got to make a film that the audience is expecting
0: right i, I suppose well well there you go we're just going to have to agree to disagree <laughs> also i'm going to need that five bucks you borrowed from me back in 96 uh, <laughs> back uh also you're off the Chris, the christmas card list Craig, forever. Mike. tell
1: us how you feel about the first <laughs> twilight movie Craig.
0: Oh, don't even go there, mate, with the deep cut. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a competent film. <laughs> ah, there, goes our, there
1: goes our credibility.
0: Ah, I think I haven't... we could probably do Twilight for these for these films, actually, uh, for this, this podcast. I mean, uh, I haven't read the books, um, but I think, as a, I think as filmmaking comes and goes, the first Twilight film, and I'm speaking specifically to the first one here, is a competent film it does it it's better than it needs to be for what it is and i think it probably got a lot of hate it didn't justify
1: that's a yeah that's a that's a good point there's it's hunger games it's not it's not a hot mess and it could have been right no
0: no it is actually a competent film well shot well put together um it's got a bit of that shaky cam nonsense that happens in some of the action sequences Probably because this, the subject matter is kids killing kids, and this is a, yeah. made, an American film made in America, um, where kids killing kids in schools with yeah. guns is an actual phenomenon. Sensitive, sensitive um, topic. Sensitive topic. So, I mean, I think it, it handles that about as well as it could be. I remember the controversy when it came out; everyone was worried that kids were going to start having battle royales. Uh, spoiler alert: they didn't. Um, but no more than they I already think this were. Film ha- no more than they already were, unfortunately, um, and they don't. They, all the guns they don't have any guns in this. It's all like uh, edged weapons, yeah. bow and arrows, that kind of thing. Uh, this film didn't kick off a spate of bow murders, thankfully, in the states. Um, but yeah, I think it handled. It does what it does very well. I think in the hands of a lesser, um, in a lesser creative team, this would have been an absolute steaming hot mess. Yeah. Um, but I think it does. It does filmmaking very, very well. I think it's
1: good. All right, maybe we should wrap it up there. My name's Mike. My name's Craig. This is Verging on Greatness. Uh, We'll be back again. Uh, In the meantime, uh, hit us up on Twitter or Facebook at Verging on Greatness, and uh, tell us, give us a movie to do. We're we've ticked off a few of these now we're starting to uh well we still got a pretty long list but it could always it could always do a little <laughs> do with a little bit of expansion and maybe there's some movies that you know aren't on craig and i's radar uh that you can suggest for us that ha- are really good examples of movies that should be great when you watch them but somehow just don't don't hit the mark we'd love to we'd love to hear from you we would all right see you later all right thanks Greg. See ya. Bye. <laughs>